Hello, everybody. Welcome to our 26th episode of Spiritual Spiral. Thank you guys so much for joining us this week. We hope that this past week, the election week for you, hasn't been too awful. Um, you know, we're going to be releasing this on the two a week from the election from November 3rd. So we, we may or may not know by then, but we are here with you. Thank you for joining us. I'm Sam Davidson. This is my great friend and co-host, Sari Cohen. And we are also joined by one of our great friends, friends of the podcast, an amazing psychic medium, April Ray. How are you doing, April? Good. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. <laughs> I know. Thank it's you. always like home, right? When April comes. I know. I was saying I have been waiting for this. I love April so much. And, and I've, I've told you because I DM you all the time and I yeah. watch your stories religiously. And I, I told you this. They, I'm getting so shy. <laughs> they, oh my gosh. They hit home for me so much. I feel like every time I watch your stories, I feel like you are speaking directly to me and it is everything I need to hear exactly when I need to hear it. It's incredible that you you have that ability and just so you know how much you're affecting me in a way that's bringing me peace and guidance and and reassurance that everything is going to be okay and i am going in the right direction and everything that people are needing to feel right now and and you know desperately searching for you are bringing it so i try you're so welcome i try you know i just if I get a download or a feeling, I'll post it. If something really stands out to me, I'll post it. It's always when I jump up in the mornings, do my spirits get up in my ears and they're already telling me certain things about the day that are coming forward from my readings. And I pay attention to the patterns in my readings from week to week. So if something really stands out that I feel like needs to be addressed, I'll be dropping those little gems in my stories. Like, Ladies, don't forget to, you know, keep an eye on yourself, work on your self-care, you know, self-worth, red flags, you know, just different things depending upon what's needed, I feel energetically. So I try, but thank you so much. I really try. It makes me feel good that it's doing something great, you know? Mm -hmm. So we always love having you on the show, um, but there are some things obviously we need to discuss and go over. We we have talked with you about politics since like the first um, episode we had you on. I mean, you talk about it, but I would be remiss and feel as though I wasn't being authentic if we were just going to ignore what's currently happening in the world right now um, and the anxiety, the unrest. Um, as far as I guess, like, and again, for our listeners, our watchers, just know this is all subjective, you know, and also timelines can change, things can change. But as far as like the male voting fraud, do you feel like that is something that's kind of being created by the media? Or do you think that's something that actually is maybe happening? Oh, Sam, you got me in a corner there. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, <boy. laughs> um, I've been asked this quite a few times, and I believe that there's some sneaky things going on, yes. I do, too, and I want Biden to win. I do, but it's, I just think it's important to remember, like, there are, and it's not necessarily Biden doing that. Do you know what I mean? I think it's a flawed system the way we have it this year. It was very dangerous to begin with. And I think that's precisely what they had in mind all along. I mean, here's the thing. You have to think about politics in general or are, you know, unfortunately, they're very manipulated sometimes. And I hate to think like that. But we, 
we have to make the best of what we got at this time and stay positive. Um, but um, I, you know, I, I've been very vocal about my distrust for the government. You know, I've always been kind of suspicious and um, based upon what tra has transpired thus far, you know, it's, and the, the visions and the downloads that I've been getting, you know, I'm pretty convinced that, you know, a lot of things have been kind of um, shape-shifted a bit and kind of manipulated as we've gone along, and um, which is something that my spirits have warned me about. But it doesn't surprise me or take me back, except for a lot of the hardships that we've been up against this year. I mean, it's been really tough and trying. Um, but surprise me, meaning the texture or the the energy behind the government and everything. We're seeing a complete dismantling of, you know, socially stuff going on culturally, like everything's just really shifting. Um, and I think it's all divinely coming together the way it should as uncomfortable as we feel that is part of change. If we want to make great changes, we have to go through some uncomfortable stuff to get to the good stuff or stuff. But, um, I do feel that there are some things going on that aren't fair. So, you know, with the And that could go on either side, honestly. I mean, Trump is the one oh, getting yeah. upset, but like maybe there's votes for him in there, you know? Like there you don't are. know. Yeah. I mean, I I definitely, you know, I think what we saw in this past this questions really since we've been on lockdown and since we've seen people protesting is a giant uprising from from one side in particular and so i wasn't i wasn't surprised when the ballots came in and it was like a hundred you know there were a hundred million mail-in ballots people were using their voice some people want to go into the polls some people want to do it before and given there's a pandemic i can certainly understand that um you know i i think i right now i see a lot of divisiveness and i see that really no matter who wins um, or, or whatever happens, one side is going, we are split as a country. And I want to know how can we unite? What are we going to be able to do? How are we going to be able to get past this? Is it just going to keep going back and forth? Is it going to be like your guy, my guy, your guy, my guy? I mean, for the rest of our lives, how is this going to work? No, not forever. I mean, I think this is temporary, but I feel that, you know, it's kind of like a repeat from something karmatically of that has transpired many, many moons ago. Mm. And it's kind of resurfacing now. Um, kind of like the Revolutionary War, things like that. Um, so it's just going to be a little bit of some civil unrest, you know, which is kind of what I anticipated and, and think we all are kind of accepting at this point uh, I mean there's not much we can do but all we know that we can do to stay positive is focus on the love of humanity what's mm -hmm. fair what's right um, you can't lose focus of that versus oh this guy and oh that guy and you know I try to not look at all that stuff on Instagram I know everyone's got a voice and I think it's beautiful but I try to get sucked into it too too much um, only because I don't want to I want to keep myself centered and focused on the most important thing, which is love and humanity. And anything is better than what's happening now. Anything's better. So do you guys want to hear something really weird and funny? Sarah, I have not told of you course, this. Of course, Sam. Of course. <laughs> so 
I'm on, I'm on TikTok. Like I don't post videos, but I just lurk. Like I look at TikToks because there's some accounts that I really like and like comedy accounts and then like humanitarian accounts, things like that. Somehow I stumbled on this like hole within TikTok that claim they are time travelers. <laughs> okay. So they claim they are time travelers on TikTok. And now my algorithm is like showing me these TikTok time, time travelers. Yeah. And they... And when I say they, like, I honestly think some of them know, like, I can tell by looking into their eyes. They're joking. They're just trying to become famous. Um, But all these people are saying that Trump is going to win. And it's very, like, and it just makes me think about different timelines of things as far as dimensions and, you know, choices that people make and how things can change so easily. I mean, if you want, if, you, if you're not taking all this too seriously, like maybe like look into the TikTok time travelers just because it's entertaining as hell, honestly. But I mean, like, what do, do you, because what do you think as far as a timeline can change in this very like vital time right now? Because not only you, it's not only you, April, like so many other light workers we've interviewed as far as last week, Jennifer Schaefer, she's like, I see Biden winning. Um, do you think that that can be changed and manipulated somehow? Um, it can, um, but I don't think so. I, I was very confident from the, from the moment we interviewed back in the summer. I think I, I did not, I did, I did see Trump not going down. I mean, he was going to definitely put in a good fight. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very confident in my spirits and what they told me that Biden would win. I was pretty confident in that, um, that doesn't shift or change what I'm feeling was going on now with all this stuff, with the counting and everything. I'm pretty confident. I'm not, I noticed like when I watch and tune into a lot of social media stuff, I started getting anxiety. And then when I put it away and then I go back into my space for doing readings all day, I, I, after I'm done and I hang up the phone and I just kind of take some time to myself, I'm like, oh, he's still winning. He's still going to win. I'm very, very confident in it. Um, shape shifting can be done, you know, with just any kind of intention and thought, but clearly, you know, with all that has transpired this year, um, people are pretty much tired of what's happening. And, and it's kind of like, it's like, you know, when you walk into a store and you got a good manager or a bad manager and you walk in and you just see things going on and you're like, who's in charge? I want to talk to this person. This is a mess, right? <laughs> That's kind of like what's going on right now. It's like, who's in charge? Well, you know, it is what it is right now. So I'm very confident that Biden is going to win. And that's, and I've done readings after readings. We've done, I've done lives. We were on a live Sam together. And um, I, I did see that Biden was going to be a close one, but he's definitely going to win. Are people going to accept it though? Because what I see from a country that's so divided, right? We have another side who already is like, this is unfair, this isn't right, we were robbed, we were cheated. It's not like where, you know, I look at it and I go, we're so divided. We're, it's, I, there's, not a, there's not a moment for anybody to be bragging right now. You know, it's not like my guy won, you know? Not like they did when Trump won. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's a scary moment, it's a sad moment. And I fear that, you know, like I'm seeing protests today were people who were like, you know, stop counting votes. Well, no, that's not how this works. But, yeah. but there are people that are, that are really angry and truly believe that they are being 
cheated. Even even if more people came out to vote for Biden, it's like the, the, there's just a disconnect from what's going on. So I'm wondering, like, is this going to go on? Like, if, if Biden, say Biden gets in, is this going to go on for his entire presidency? And, you know, how is this going to work? No, I don't think so. Um, I think, you know, like, acceptance is a tough one, you know? Um, but I think... Um, there are, you know, when Trump got in, I mean, a lot of people weren't really happy about it, and, and but we had to accept it, right? We just had to deal with it. Um, just like anything we got to deal, we got to deal with the coronavirus, we got to wear the mask, we got to deal with it. So it's just a matter of acceptance, and I think acceptance is, is the big biggest platform to launch us in, in, in a correct and better direction and try to make the best of things. Um, it's not always going to go the way we want them. You know, but at the same time, um, you know, you just have to find that place where you're at peace with it in the now. Um, and people want to make it about like a battle or a war, and that's not what this is about. This is about America, and it's about us sticking together and, and you know, not hurting each other. Um, but unfortunately, you know, that's kind of what we're seeing a little bit of, you know, thank God there's not guns going off like in the Re Revolutionary War. You know what I mean? That's the way I look at it. I'm like, thank God. I mean, there's rioting and stuff. There more than likely might be some of that coming up here. That's so that is one of my biggest fears, um, honestly, is, you know, if Biden wins, it's the guns like guns are. I don't know if it past life. I had an experience with guns or like, but they just like scare the shit out of me. And I know that, you know, one of the reasons I left LA was because like of the, it was the liberal side, the riots, like all of that, it was too much. It's radicals on either side. Um, but what is scary to me is that, you know, Trump, if he loses, he'll be like, all right, go on out there, like show your guns, like show them who's boss. Like that is very scary to me. I mean, there's always, no matter what you guys, no matter what happens, there's always going to be evil in the world. As long as there's good, there will be evil. You know what I mean? It happens. It happens. There's dark and there's light. And there's always going to be some person, some group that, that's going to just be rebellious and wild. I mean, it's, it, but we can't stop it all. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I understand your fear, the guns and everything like that. But I feel for the most part, considering all the tension that's going on, I'm just looking at it like, well, I don't hear gunshots going off out, you know, going off outside my, you know, my window or anything like that. Um, thank God for that. Um, I do know what I have heard and what I've seen through clients that have been messaging me um, quite often is there's racial tension um, in L.A., yeah, I have friends that are living in LA and, you know, they walk out and there's tension, you know, if, depending upon the color of your skin. So they think if you're this type of look, then you got to be supporting that type of president, you know, um, leader and all of that junk that is complete nonsense, but it's going on and it's um, unfortunate. So yeah. it was in the news, I think, um, a couple weeks ago where these, uh, people pulled up at McDonald's somewhere in LA and, and there was some racial stuff going on and like, it was a mess. Yeah. So it's unfortunate, but um, I think considering ladies is, is just for what's happening right now. I think it's not as 
it's not after 2020 it's not that that bad I know I feel like I am prepared for anything you know what I mean? it's like it's like wow you know I it's 2020 that's what I keep saying something happens and I'm like well it's 2020 <laughs> I was telling both of you guys like I and I'll tell the audience I fell into a trash can the other day. I have a huge bruise on my leg. Like, me about that. Oh God. Yeah, and it's like, who? You poor baby. No, it's not. You know, I don't know what. I was fine. I was going. I think I was going to the grocery store. I picked myself up real quick and just like brushed myself off. And I laughed so hard. I called my mom and I told her what had just happened. And I said, please don't put the trash cans in the middle of the driveway anymore because I will fall in one. Um, but like, she goes, are you okay? And I was like, I'm fine. I am so fine. I laughed about it all day and I felt like no one believed me or she didn't believe me. And then like last night I was sitting with her and I go, mom, look at my leg. And she goes, what is that? And I go, it's from the trash can, the bruise on my leg. She was like, oh my God, like you want to, like, this is going to toughen us up and it has, and it's fine. And a lot of times I would take things as signs. Like if I did something stupid or I hurt myself, I'm like, it's a sign that like you are bad or like you're going in the wrong direction or whatever. And sometimes it might be, but also I'm extremely clumsy. Um, but at this point, you know, it's like brush yourself off and get up. And I think that is the lesson that I've always supposed to, I was always supposed to learn. It's not about, I did something wrong. It's about taking myself up and like brushing myself off. Mm. And it's kind of a, we are in Scorpio season, so that which no longer serves us is falling away. So from endings to beginnings, because Scorpio is a death card in a traditional So, you know, maybe there's something coming to a close for you. So it's a symbology kind of thing too. And keep in mind, there's things coming to a close coming up here very soon with the elections and the presidency yeah. and all of that. So. so I was going to ask you why you were talking about Scorpio season, because we did kind of just touch on it, was the moon and cancer is happening yeah. right now. So I do want to find out about that. Moon and cancer. I have a moon and cancer and I have, you know, all my nerves and everything. It goes right to my tummy. And if you have, if you have a rising in cancer, moon in cancer, um, sun house in cancer, um, cancer is all about the emotions. And cancer is um, all about family because they're looking for their family. You know, they, they're looking for that home feeling. Um, I do see a lot of cancers that have a lot of issues with family, um, all the way down to the parents. Either there's a problem with one of the parents or the other, or they're typically sometimes adopted, or sometimes even um, they um, lose their parents, something like that. So they're the most abandoned sign of the zodiac kind of interesting I know it's kind of the irony how they are all about family but they are the most abandoned sign of the zodiac you always hear about cancers it doesn't necessarily mean all cancers for cancers watching right now okay okay hear me out though but th there's usually like a um like a falling away of the family there's a problem with the family or, or like a disconnect with the family something like that they're kind of like the black sheep of the family now does that apply to all my cancers no not necessarily but most cancers it shows up in a lot of my readings anytime someone I, most of my clients are either cancers or gemini's wow. interesting my cancers are my worriers that are always calling me like oh april i don't know i'm just you know and then my gemini's are my overthinkers okay i got my over emotional cancers and then i got my overthinking gemini's okay and they're always on the phones with me asking all these questions because my cancers just want to be validated and confirmed about their feelings and they want that nurturing and that kind of 
um, kind of, it's okay kind of, you know, vibe. And then my, my Geminis are like, I laid awake for like five hours, April, and I don't know what the F is going on here, but I mean, am I making the right decision? I feel like I am, but am I, you know, cause they're so logical and there's so much in their head. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but cancers, I know it sounds kind of, I saw, I saw Sam's face. They really are an abandoned sign. So it's like 80% of them, I always hear about something with the family or the parents. So, and if you have a moon in cancer and a rising in cancer, it's, it's very noticeable. Like it shows up in a lot of my readings too, that there's an issue with the family. Mm-hmm. Something, parent, mom, dad, somebody or something, or they're kind of straying away from the family. Interesting. So it's a very interesting perspective. Okay. You don't have to agree for those who are watching, but for what, how it all correlates into my readings, when my clients say, oh, I'm a cancer and I see all this family stuff going on, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. It, it doesn't surprise me. It's a very, there's a pattern here. So something to think about. Yeah. I'm extremely tight with my family where we all have very like functional, healthy relationships, but they're my whole, like my I'm super emotional and I love them. Like I, I over love them probably where like, you know, I, yeah. I try to, you know, make sure everybody's healthy and okay and whatever. But yeah, on the abandoned side, I'm trying to think, I feel like family, not so much, friends, not so much, maybe in my love life. Something, there's always something like, always um you know for instance my my assistant that works pretty close with me she's a cancer and you know there's things that I hear about and I'm like doesn't you know in my head I'm going okay that's that cancer energy you know there's something always going on mm-hmm. um so it could it doesn't necessarily mean like it more than likely can be family but it's like your circles your settings where the home is where the heart is so mm-hmm. personal life love life all of that so I know. As someone, I mean, well, that sees Sari from, you know, an outside friend, but an outside perspective, I mean, family is like utmost important. I think that's a big theme of cancer, you know? Um, But as far as family problems, it's like, I'm stuck. I don't have cancer in my, in my chart somewhere because, you know, it's like, I think Sari probably is the cancer that everybody wants to be because she has like peace and love and like calmness within her family and and that's the one thing you know you really feel like you can count on Sarah right yeah Yeah. we had to work to get there don't get me wrong really you did okay that makes me feel I mean I mean you know everybody does but but it's it's we work through it as a unit it's it's struggle it's what you go through in life and and you know things that life throws at you and it's working Mm -hmm. through it as a unit together and we did you know through whatever we were each going through and and got to a point where we are we're we all we all are vibrating on that same level we all are love and we all embrace each other and take care of each other so yeah and i'm gonna take us i'm gonna say into a fun zone but like not super fun for me because um you know so if you guys didn't know i've been living in my mom's basement um which is like my therapist told me he was like stop saying it like that you literally have your own beautiful like apartment essentially which is like freaking amazing i'm so insanely grateful i pray that i'm grateful every night that i have this space to be in and i'm happy to not be in la at the moment however listeners watchers here's what went down a couple of months ago so 
I was really starting, like basements scare a lot of people. They've always scared me. I wouldn't, my cat even, she doesn't like to go in the basement without me. Um, and I started noticing things in the basement that I just felt this really like upsetting energy. I was having a lot of bad dreams. And so, you know, I reached out to April and I also asked my mom and I said, so who's the lady that lived here before? Cause she was a widow, this lady that my mom bought the house from. It's like, who's this lady? And she goes, oh yeah, she told me about her. And I go, did someone live in the basement though, where I live? And she said, actually, yes. Her son lived there while he was in law school and he had moved um, after and he got married, had a kid, I think. And, um, and so she told me the story and she said, and he died very tragically and got in a car accident um, after he got into a fight with his wife. It was snowing and it was really tragic. And I looked at her and I was like, you're joking. I'm living in the base, this, the basement that he lived in and you haven't told me this. And she was like, well, I mean, I never thought to, it's not like he died down there, but like I knew that there was some really weird energy in the basement. And so I reached out to April and I'm sending her voice memos. And I'm like freaking out. I'm like, something before that you, you were talking to me and Taylor and you're like, I think something, something was really weird. <laughs> I think my uh, this place is haunted. I think somebody died here. I mean, she yeah. was really like a door opened. Also, like a door opened. I was in my mom's room. We were watching TV, and all of a sudden, and the door to the basement's like in eyesight of my mom's door. It's like right out of it, and so a door just like flew open. We were like, "Oh, it's the cat!" And then the cat just looks up at us, Buffy, and she's like, "Not me." So, <laughs> yeah, reach out to April, and I was like, "What the heck's going on?" I have felt that it's been better lately because I think I have like um, tried to calm him down and address him. But April, what do you feel about this man in the basement and RIP like to him? But yeah. I don't know. I'm going to pull some cards and just kind of like get a feel for it. Um, not quite sure what this is about. If it's even him. I thought it was him. I thought we talked about it. <laughs> Maybe it's not him. There could be more. Let me see here. Oh, God. <laughs> You know, I don't know what, I'm a ghostbuster now. It's fine. I was going to say, a little Sometimes they have friends, you know, they hang out, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, get out of my basement. I'm here now, bitch. Well, somebody wants to spend time with you. I mean, <laughs> like, hey. It's super nice, but, <laughs> you know, with COVID and everything, I appreciate any visitors. they very friendly. They're, I mean, you know. I think I think they've lightened to me, whoever's down there. I don't think they liked me at first, but now I think they do. They're like, who's living in my basement? How far away was the accident from um, the house? Like, so he lived there at one time and then he lived with his wife. In the same city, in the same, in, uh, in Cleveland. I don't think he lived very far from this house when he died. Um, <clears throat> do you know what he did for a living? Like, did you ever find he was a He was a lawyer. Yeah, because I got, here's the, check this out. Here he is right here. That's him. But, um... You also have, when is your dad's birthday? March 6th. Yeah, he's here as well. So you have a combination of a couple of them. 
but your dad's not haunting you. I mean, he's helping you as usual. Is he like being like, get out of my daughter's bedroom? <laughs> um, I think that, yeah, it's more of kind of like, um, because as you were talking and we revisited this again, I'm like, I feel like, is it, is it also, is it just this guy, you know? And you're like, I thought we talked about it. Yeah, we talked about it, but I was getting the sense that there's more stuff going on. Oh, by the way, that's Chloe. Oh my God. I literally was about to be like, there was a ghost behind you. <laughs> She's, we um, she's throwing a tantrum right now because I'm giving you all, you know, my attention right well, now. Well, what's so interesting too, that's like, because I told you about my cat that Buffy would not, and she looks at stuff, and but also like she doesn't like going down to the basement by herself. Yeah, there's definitely um, a residual kind of energy here. I get the double card um, coming forward. When I say double card, don't freak out, okay? Double card is also Capricorn. It also talks about attachments to something. And I ask, what's the attachment to? And um, so you got I'll show you. So ego card is also the double card in traditional tarot. Okay, this is a different deck. And then this is something up here about a house. So there's an attachment to the property. I asked what he was doing for work the guy that passed because you know there's something here with law and I could see that he was traveling or he was heading somewhere or he was moving to do something so um so I think he was um really going through something with a relationship here because here's this relationship so it does confirm some of the stuff that you were talking about um, and I feel like there was some work stuff on this guy's mind, too, because I see a lot of work cards. Um, when he, the road that he got, the car accident, was there water nearby? I don't, I'm not sure. I just know that it was snowing. It was a snowy night. That's all I know. I mean, my mom, I don't even know how she didn't mention this to me. We talk about this stuff all the time. And I literally, like, when she goes, oh, yeah, he died. I'm like, what? What? You, 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 I, I've been telling you that I've been, like, weirded out by the basement. You didn't think to mention this? There's something here about um, about water or, like, something here with uh, water nearby. I'm not sure what this Has is. Has he, like, crossed over? Is it just residual energy uh, or? No, he hasn't completely crossed. Um, that is so sad to me. Your dad is here. Um, your dad comes through, and so there's tension. So you're feeling things kind of passing in and out, meaning tension because your dad's your protector and always will be in a spiritual sense, and so this is your dad here. That's why I asked about your father's birthday. I want to make sure that he was a water sign, mm -hmm. and then there's the three of swords. So he's letting you know, I'm gone, I've passed, there's a separation, but at the same time, what you're feeling, excuse my cards, but I work a lot. I shuffle a lot. So this card's a little ripped up. Um, the high priestess is your intuition. So he's letting you know what you're feeling is correct, but I'm around to keep an eye on things and protect you. By the way, Sam, uh, you have work coming here. Well, thank God for that. You have contracts coming. I don't know what this is, but you got, this is your dad's message to you today. So if you've been kind of worried about something going on with your career or work or there's something about advancements mm -hmm. there's like something contractual here something coming forward with money so i feel like whatever you've been um whatever's going on with you now if you feel like you're kind of waiting because you have the two swords which is kind of like i feel like i'm waiting or things are on hold um coming in the forwarding motion your dad's going ta-da so there's like a big um surprise coming for you sweet man it's very positive
So congratulations what, in advance. <laughs> you deserve it, baby. Congratulations. Girl. Like you she's got this pause and this long yes. face. Like, what are you talking about, girl? This is like a big thing, you know? Well, what can I do and what can other people do? I mean, the thing is, is that I feel whatever spirit is in the basement, spirits, um, I've talked to him and I'm like, hey, listen, man, dude, I'm going through a really hard time too. And I respect you and I love you and I don't even know you. And I just wish you so much peace. And I talked to him. Um, and I do think that like things have loosened up a little bit since I started doing that, but I know April, you have really started doing some more clearing work. So for myself and for others, like what can we do to help this situation? Because it's really, it's not fun, um, to feel like you have a ghost in your bedroom. He doesn't want to hurt you. Um, what he needs is prayer. So um, I brought in some some items of, of magic items, which most people are pretty familiar with. Um, selenite is one of is is a powerhouse. Selenite, raw selenite. Yes. Now, this is very important to have by your door or even um, you know under your pillow if you want. It clears negative energy. You don't even need to clear it or cleanse it. It's just it clear it cleans itself naturally. Um, this is really important to have by the door. And what you also need um, is some blessed water, whether some people use moon water that have been charged under the full moon. Some people get water from the Catholic church and you need to sprinkle that around the place um, downstairs, but all throughout the house. And I would start from the bottom and then I would go up. Is that like the Florida water that you told me to get before? Florida water, Florida water, but I would mix it with a blessed water, like Catholic, you know, from the Catholic church or something like that, um, or moon water, something that's been blessed. Um, I actually have that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like to, you know what I like to do too? This is another thing. Um, it's one thing to like burn stuff and, you know, sometimes I use cigar smoke. I mean, that's a little more intense of a cleansing for a house cleansing. Um, but what I like to do is I use herbs. So, uh, one of the most powerful ones, there's plenty of them, but I like to use okra. So if you buy okra from the grocery store, it has this kind of stuff that comes out. It's like a slime. It's like a, um, it's very clear. You don't need much of it and you mix it in your cleaning supplies or like when you get a rag or something and then you mop the floors and you know wash everything down and at the whole time you're cleaning you're praying okay um anytime people just think they can just whip around a sage and just burn it and then it's done no it's a whole procedure there's a process so let me explain so um i would start from the bottom and go to the top how many floors are in your house three i sound like a wop song right there start from the bottom <laughs> Get a bucket and a mop. I'm just so um, you want to start from the um, from the basement. Um, and what I would do is um, I would for you, Sam. I I kind of get the feeling that you should put um, holy water and maybe some Florida water or something, and you can kind of spray that around your house too. But mm -hmm. I would sprinkle it around the house. And what I would do is I would start counterclockwise first from the door and then go this way around and then end back at the front door 
And then when you stop there, go around clockwise and then stop again at the front door. Now, when you do this, the reason why you go counterclockwise first is this is deterring negative energy. You're saying all that is, you know, less than life, you know, negative entities, negative spirits, um, you know, is, is no longer welcome here. Thank you very much, but you gotta go. Um, and then when you end at the front door after you do counterclockwise, then, um, excuse me, and then um, you go clockwise, and this is where you bring in all the angelic energies, all the positive energies, um, purification forces, and you're like, I'm calling Archangel Michael, I'm calling the angel, you know, all the warring angels to come in here and do a clean energetic sweep, okay, um, and purifying the space, space, bringing love, bringing healing, bringing light, anything less than light again is no longer welcome here and in at the front door. So do that with your holy water while you're sprinkling around, or you can spray. Some people get sassy. They're like, Shh, well, know. that's me. Yeah. I'm a sprayer. Yeah. I, yeah. I like the spray. I, I like mixing things together and making a spray because I actually ordered something off of Etsy, a little bottle it had like Florida water and like lots of different herbs and things in it. But now yeah. I keep on refilling it um, and spraying. I think that's great. I think that that's definitely going to work too. I'm more of a, like a, cause I'm always used to brewing in the kitchen, like witchy stuff. So I like to kind of take it, go, you know, just kind of sprinkle it around the house, like a little fairy lady. Um, <laughs> so then once you do this, okay, step two would be, you want to get some sage. And um, this is eucalyptus right here. If you can see mm -hmm. this is dried eucalyptus, this is great too. Blue sage is pretty powerful for like, you know, you could use it for exorcisms if you wanted to. Um, light it and again, start at the front door where your basement is and go counterclockwise. Say anything less than light, anything negative, darker energies, you're no longer welcome here. Thank you and goodbye. And then end up at the door again. Snuff it out. Okay. Then when you go clockwise, you take your Palo Santo. This is purification. You can even write something on it of your intention <clears throat> um your father is like right here next to me and my voice is starting to change as i'm talking i can feel him but he's just kind of like using this he's like i you've read for me before you've read i'm like yes yes i have sir yes that was me <laughs> he's what like is... i have all the stuff i want to say uh, let me let me just finish this okay. so okay. i don't my, my pattern my rhythm here and then i'll see what he has to say um <clears throat> It, excuse me, miss, that is not a scratchy book. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So you can write your intention here. You could put purification. You could put peace. Um, you could put harmony, something like that, and then light it. And it takes, for Palo Santo, it takes quite a few seconds to burn, and I'll kind of show you. And I'm sure you all are used to this, but for those that don't know, this is how I work all the time. See, so it's going to get a, a good flame. Leave it for about 10 more seconds. So it gets pretty lit there, blow it out, and then you go clockwise, and then you end up at the front door. But saying, you know, I'm bringing in healing, love, and light, um, angelic energies, angelic forces. May my ancestors stand behind me and support me and keep me strong and to tear anything that could harm me or take my energy, my good healing, my good loving light and energy away. So that's something that... Um, is very important. When you do that, go from the basement, once you're done with that, go up to the next floor and your mom's like, what are you doing? And then you gotta do, you gotta start from the front door 
and then go back in and out of the rooms. But do it clockwise or counterclockwise? Counter. Each time, each time you have a door that's exiting something or in, so people can enter or exit, you always start counterclockwise. Okay. That's to your negative energy and sweep it out. Make sure you open the door too. And you could open some windows and stuff if you wish. I know it's kind of colder right now. And then when you end at the front door, then you start with the purification going clockwise and then in back at the front door. Mm. Okay, got it. So this is sealing the space. You see how it would seal the space completely? So you're kind of, the purification is like wrapping a ribbon around it. Like, ta you know? So it's, it's definitely important to kind of get in the rhythm of that. Um, this gentleman doesn't want to hurt you. I feel like he's pretty much in shock. Um, I think that he felt, um, a bit dismantled family wise, I think, um, with what was left behind from his family. He had a child, right? I think, yeah, I think, I think he had, oh, two kids. The 10 of cups is here and he's also got six of cups. So he misses his family. Um, so I feel that that's, but he, he returns there because that's something where he, there's, it's a sense of familiarity and also yeah. time. Um, I feel like he returned there because that's right before all this started from the relationship to the marriage, to the kids, like that's before everything changed. And he's like evaluating going, mm. what happened? What went wrong? Why would, why did I get in this fight with my wife? So it was a big hot mess. Um, but I definitely feel like, um, if you pray for him, um, some people pray just different prayers, whatever feels divinely correct for you. I mean, I, I don't want to put any pressure on you and, you know, in belief system wise, but, um, in this case, I, I don't know why I'm getting this feeling, but if it was me and this was my situation and I was in your shoes, Sam, I'm, I'm picking up on um, Mother Mary. Okay. Okay. Anything um, my dad's saying, I'm always just curious. Yeah, he's, okay. is he, is, does he have a little bit of hype to him? What do you mean hype? I mean, like, yeah. How tall was your dad? Oh, height. Um, no, he was only like 5'10", I think. That's tall for me. I'm a shorty. Oh, so I'm yeah, I'm sure he. I think he wishes he was taller, but yeah, he thought he in his head he was. You know. Um, he knows that you have been. Can I just say it the way I'm hearing it? Okay. Yeah. He's saying you, you have to stop obsessing about work stuff or having a certain. Um, ideal in your mind of the way it's supposed to be because he says that's all nonsense and stop judging yourself mm -hmm. okay yes. so he wants you to throw that away because you're still you know you're still be in the mindset of i am great i am successful i am a me you know you got to just be in that mindset and he wants you to um continue what you're doing now um, I'm not sure all the avenues of what you're into right now, right now, Sam, but I'm just saying this is what he's talking about. And he's saying that there is a really awesome um, opportunity that's coming ahead. So don't be surprised if you end up moving. Okay. <laughs> Whatever that means. I don't know. But I mean, people are motivated by two things for moving, either love or work. And work means money. So 
that is actually a really good sign. So, so stay positive is what he wants you to know. And there's a lot of love here coming through for, from him to you. And he wants you to get into subjects that talk about more um, injustices and legal things. This is stuff that he wants you to talk about a little bit more. That's so, so interesting. Do you remember one of the first times you ever read me when you came over to my apartment? When my dad died, it had been a while, but uh, you said that my dad said, as far as journalism, he's like, look into the Illuminati. And I was like, I'm too scared. I'm not touching that hot pot. Like, no, thank you. But he, he likes trying to test the, he likes to push the envelope, doesn't he? Oh, he yeah. Really, he's like an inspector gadget because you could tell that, um, He's a, he's a truth seeker. He's a, he's a justice seeker, you know, and, and there's, but here's the thing. Part of him is a lot in you. Yeah. So don't be surprised if you find yourself in those arenas when you're working that you're just like, cause you're, you're, you're a great interviewer, Sam. I mean, you're very inquisitive and you can hold space for people and you can listen at the same time, ask the good questions. So I'm used to people asking me questions, you know what I mean? So I, I'm a good like consoler and counselor, but I mean, for, for to hold space and do what you do and have that confidence is, is amazing. Mm -hmm. So I see you kind of implementing a lot of that energy in subjects that are pertaining to like justice and, um, and finding the truth out, you know, certain things like uh, revealing the truths. Mm -hmm. so. so the last thing we want to talk to you about is the work that you have been doing in the house clearing um, situation. You have some really interesting stories to tell, and this is a new thing that you're doing. <laughs> I do. Um, so what's really weird is it was a total random thing, which is normally what happens in April's life because it, it's never, it's not always planned except my schedule, but like, it's always one of those like, downloads or like my spirit's like no we got to do this so i saw this advertisement um through a friend of mine her name's pam and she's like you know hi i'm in huntington beach and she's got this video on instagram and i, I looked at the house and i immediately knew that there was something in the house i was like huh that's interesting there's definitely some activity there so um <clears throat> I messaged Pam and I said, look, who is in charge of this house? Like who's, you know, and she goes, oh, it's, it's my, it's my friend, uh, Denny. Um, so I was like, okay. I was like, um, can I go in there and read? Because my spirits for some reason want me to go in there and read. And she's like, yeah, let me, you know, like a few phone calls. So she got back to me. So anyway, um, I ended up there on like a Monday night and um, it's a beautiful three-story Victorian mansion, but I feel like it was renovated quite a bit. And um, I feel like the land there, there's something very interesting about it in the property. It's older. Um, and I don't know. I, I mean, I don't have like a, a map in front of me of how things looked back then at the time that was like the imprints that were coming up um, energetically about the ghosts that lived there. But um, we planned this whole live and the reading. And when I got there, the pictures, they knew what we were coming because the pictures were slanted all down the walls. And the one room that we were going to be filming in, which, which is the theater room, um, that was the only door that was closed in the house. So they knew I was coming. And the girl, she, uh, uh, 
Denny, she's the one that's running the Airbnb. She was like, no freaking way. Like they knew that April, you know, we were coming. Um, Cause that was the room that we planned to do the film in. So it was already getting interesting when I showed up and then my son was with me and they were, the doors kept locking. So my son got locked out and that's what happens. The doors will lock you out, but, but there's no reason to, for it to do that. So my son was trying to get back in and he was stuck out on the balcony. Wow. So it started, it was an interesting wild ride. Um, and I'll kind of fast forward this in the story of it. And so immediately when I started, I just brought my cards, I got my pendulum. And this is something that, this is not a toy. A lot of people think these are toys. Like my son wants to start using this, but I told him you have to learn how to do this. Um, so I did pendulum work and then I brought my cards to find out who was in the house, who was obtaining the space there energetically um and it turned out it was a woman that was very young and she was born at the end of the 1800s to early 1900s something like this um and she married a rich man who owned a property there that was built right there where that house is built um and there's something about a love triangle that turned up that turned up tragic so she was she married rich she wasn't in love with them and she was with this guy that somehow she met through a bunch of people and he became her lover and she fell in love with him and then one day the husband came home early and caught them this is like the notebook if it didn't end well it is do you ever think about that well, it didn't end well at all and this girl she kept following me every room I'd go in the go the lady of the ghost would would keep following me and she hung around there because this is where a lot of the texture of her being was left there a piece of her heart was left there because I feel that the husband had gave her a nasty ultimatum and literally said to her um you either you die and no one will know what happened to you or he dies you choose and she knew he had the kind of money to make something like that happen. To make some, just like what the Illuminati does, so, you know, um, how some of these celebrities are dropping dead like flies. It's like, really? Flu-like symptoms? Come on. So, you know, you can mm -hmm. kind of paint an illusion to make people think one way. And, and it's really not that. But this is what he told her. So did the boyfriend end up living? Like, how did this play out you th no. as she told you? No, he, he did. He ended up, they had him murdered. So I think he was taking off in the car and they had him murdered in the car and made it look like it was a car accident or something. And so for spirits like that, is she stuck in this house or is like, how does she, she was attracted to that particular house because that was the particular time she was used to and how mm -hmm. things looked. And um, so she was trying to make her space there because I think she was waiting for her lover to come back but it's you know what I mean like every day you know she would wait for this lover to come back but she never really knew exactly what happened but her husband would tell her I felt like would tell her just diff just to torture her just diff different things thinking that you know he's going to return and so I think she returned there after she physically died after that life to come back to that space where she remembered where she was happy and she was joyful and 
all of that. I think the woman got sick at some point earlier in her years with something. Mm -hmm. uh, and what was really, really interesting, and this is a little bit TMI, but I'll put it out there, but I've never had a ghost like elaborate to me in such detail how she would prepare herself for an intimate session with her lover. Back then they didn't have birth control. Oh yes, so you she, told me this. You know what? Expand yeah. on it. Do yeah. it. Yeah. So um, she was, and and thank God, Denny, the realtor, she of the Airbnb, she had the whole thing on film because I was just going, it was just coming out of me. I was like, she's showing me something that she would do before she knew her man would come, her lover would come because she didn't want to get pregnant. So and um, it's like something that you insert inside, and so. What she looked up, she Googled it. It was like a sea sponge that goes up into the cervix. And to prevent any kind of oopsies or, you know, pregnancies or anything like that, because she didn't want to get caught. And again, what time are we talking about at this point? I'm talking about like the late 1800s to like leaking into the early 1900s, like 1905. So far. Right. Um, kind of like what we saw in the Titanic kind of thing, you know, mm -hmm. like of the big hats and I even saw her rolling up these like like they look like almost like the yoga pants that we see <laughs> that everybody wears that looks like she's rolling something up her legs and it looked like a stocking but it was a thicker stocking Oof. yeah so it was crazy and she was definitely a fire sign because when I read on her I got a lot of fire energy so she might have been a Leo and this man would try to shut her down. Her husband would try to shut her down all the time. She wasn't, she was just um, an ornament. She was just there for looks and you just sit tight, look pretty. I'll throw you jewels. I'll give you clothes, all of that. So she had everything she needed and wanted, but she didn't have the love, you know, she didn't have the love. So it, it was a sad story, but they ended up killing, the, the husband ended up killing, um, her and he would just torture her and tell her different stories that's the feeling I had and what I thought was really really vicious is that what she told me the husband said and this all came through on the pendulum so a lot of those answers those Q&A's like yes and no's came through on the pendulum work and she was answering every single time very clearly um, is what he told her he says okay now that I busted you you got two things you can do Either you die and you go and no one will know what happened to you, or he dies. Or I'm going to tell everybody, you know, or it's, you know, it's going to be this big rift. I, I don't know, something like that. And he, he gave her a pretty nasty option. And she's just like, I mean, what are you going to do in a situation like that? You know what I mean? So can you imagine having no say, no rights, and you're just married into this situation and you fall in love with the love of your life. Think about this. And you're just like, you're totally attracted to him. You're, you totally, your body just oozes when he's around. And then you got this frumpy husband that you were married in because that's just what they did. They wanted to marry into the money, but she's not interested in him like that. It was just a friend. That's mm. it. And she felt like she was a prop. She didn't feel like she could talk. She didn't feel like she had a say. If she, if she opened up too much, he would shut her down. He'd say, you just walk with me and just be like my sideshow, you know? Yeah. 
And that's how she was expressing this to me. And she felt that that wasn't who she was and it really hurt her. So she was trapped between these two different worlds. So the residual energy is her returning back to that place where she felt whole and loved, um, which is something she was so attracted to the house and the look of it because that's something that made her feel good. Um, but she would have these secret meetings with her lover in secret spots in, 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 a, in a house like that. That's why that made her happy was because yeah. of her lover. Yeah, she was so like in love with him to the point where it was like, even when she figured that something happened to him at some point, but I, I believe he was murdered and she, wait, she waited for his return. She waited for his return, but she, he never returned. So it was... Um, a pretty nasty heartbreak but so that's her coming back but once she got the story out it made her feel happy and elated um i don't know if she's ready to go um not quite yet but i feel like um i feel like she wanted me to come back one more time because when we finished we had to get our buns out of there because there was a filming crew there that was going to film a movie there so we had to get out of there mm -hmm. um, but uh but I, I said, I'll be back. And she's like, okay. You know, like she was, there was this elation, this elated feeling from her that she wanted to share that story because it's a beautiful love story. And this is a very attractive woman. This is somebody who, um, she had brown hair and I think, I forget what color eyes she had. Um, Blue. but she had a very nice distinct prompt nose and some thin lips but very beautified very mm -hmm. naturally beautiful she didn't need much um and uh but she certainly knew her way when it came to being the vixen you know what i mean yeah so you know from the the bustier things to the the, the stockings and everything like she was very um enticing like that that her sexuality was very important to her and she was trying to get that out but she couldn't do that with her husband they say we all want love in, in no matter <laughs> no matter what time we're in if we're you know through life and death love is what transcends it all so truly yeah. message today for everybody watching have compassion for yourself where you are at right now it may not be perfect but it's right where you need to be right now because it's teaching you something, it's learning you something, but the, all the time, just be in that mindset that you are worthy, you are enough, you are going to be okay. And just have that headset thing going on first thing when you wake up in the morning, you know, and try to stay off all that toxic stuff on the social media. It's just, it's not helpful. Thank you so much. Great advice. Yeah. I You're think welcome. <laughs> you are just... I love you. Sam I love loves you. Too, you guys. Our listeners oh. love you. I was just so grateful. So grateful Me to spend this time with you. Thank you. you. And so April, yeah, where can everyone find you? You can find me on my website if you want to ever book a reading with me um, at austreastoundance.net. And you can find me on Instagram at austreastoundance. And if you have questions or inquiries, you can also find me on my business support page at Austria Sound and Support. So it gets very busy in there, but we'll take care of you guys if you guys are interested. Guys, don't forget to follow Spiritual Spiral Show at Spiritual Spiral Show on Instagram. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all the things. I'm Sam Davidson. You can find me at SamD43 on Instagram, Sari at the Savvy Scribbler.
There you go. Follow them. <laughs> Do it. Okay. And we will see you next week. Bye.